on this week's nonsensible podcast. Cried all out. You know, it's great. You get a computer to your doorstep by 7 a.m. tomorrow and he can shoot a jump shot. Can it be fair? Is it supposed to be fair? Is anything supposed to be fair? You know, is anything fair? You know. <laughs> you just kind of let that text sit for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you let it dwell for a few hours, don't you? Oh, man. This is Nonsensible. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Nonsensible with Dave. Saul. And Sam. We are joined today with our special guest. g Coming back. Oh. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's back. Yeah. He's back and better than ever. <laughs> like it. Yeah, we can review what we went over last week. This guy is a, is a bad man. He's done, got lived a very cool life. Thanks for coming back. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It is it a is. pleasure. Did you have fun last week? Yes, of course. Yeah. We also just so learned about the difference in the center of gravity between men and women from Diane and can't do that weird thing that Diane did. You're not in touch with your feminine side. <laughs> Are you in touch with your feminine side? Uh, wh- I must, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, how, do you, how do you come to that conclusion? How I hate do you come- toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. hate hegemonic masculinity. <laughs> what kind of masculinity do you hate? Yeah, just all of it, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have… <laughs> no, I was just going to… We have so many… Like, we, we grow up thinking that, that men have to be, you know, so tough. And, you know, we have these things about, you know, men don't cry. And all these standards that we have for, for men to be super masculine… But it's kind of like being a father of two boys, and it's like, why? Why did? Why did I grow up, and why was I told that boys aren't meant to cry? Yeah, it's like it's bullshit. What's wrong with crying? I cry all the time. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. But even now, it's still like there are still adults out there that tell their kids you shouldn't be crying. It's like I tell my kids, you know. There's certainly times where there's nothing wrong with crying. There are times where they do cry over small things that I don't necessarily agree with. But there are sometimes, and when they when they're hurt or when they're sad, I have it's like cry it all out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. Do you ever cry? I actually haven't. Sometimes I want to, but uh, what about when you see never? a really sad movie? You never cry. No, I haven't cried recently. What about over a sad movie? Do you cry with sad? Yeah, movies? yeah, yeah. What was the last time I watched a movie and cried? <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you not feel like there are some tears bottled up inside of you that you might need to get out onto that pillow? Feel free to <laughs> feel free to cry, cry in the middle of this podcast if you'd like. Do, have you never cried on a pillow and you're killing me down home? No, I told you I just moved. <laughs> yeah. Do, yes. Okay, so how long ago were you in the military? Um, Actually, like last year… A year and a half ago. Oh. Don't you hate this song? I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> what was that alarm for? Uh, to sign a contract. Really? But I did it yesterday, yeah. It's like a contract with uh, Sony Africa that I needed to sign and I kept forgetting about it. Sony Africa? What yeah, you- I'm releasing a song in Africa. Really? That's awesome. I've made it. Congratulations. Yeah. 
That's called Who Knows? Raheem Kimmet featuring part-time cooks. Wow. Sorry about that. That was really rude. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got your plug-in. Yeah, we got the plug-in. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back crying, to, military. Yeah, uh, you're in the military recently. Now, mm-hmm. I, I know that the time in the military can be emotional for a lot of people. Did you have an emotional period in the military at all? Obviously, it's a difficult, a difficult two years. It was challenging, but I actually had a lot of fun there, you know. I got to meet really, like, smart people, fun, mm-hmm. funny people. I had fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it wasn't that hard physically? It was hard, but that's how it's supposed to be, so. <laughs> I like the mentality. Which regiment did you go to? Huh? Were you Army? Navy? Air Force? Army. Army? Army? Yeah. Yukun. Yukun. Yeah, Army. Dave, tell us about the get up today. All right, so Saul keeps compliment keeps complimenting me on my uh, chain wallet, chain wallet, and uh, blue jeans and my Converse and my T-shirt. I usually come to this studio dressed up in pretty much Nike sweatpants and a hoodie, right? kind of like a jock. Yeah, fresh usually, fresh out of the gym. Yeah, that kind of get up and. Bought some jeans, some Converse, and a little chain. It's because I saw this hunk at Hapjong Station. A hottie? A hottie. This dude was just… Smoking. He was smoking hot. <laughs> and uh, he had this… Uh, he had these like baggy loose jeans, some Converse, this chain. I was like, man, that's just screaming 2003 skater, skater kid. Was his name Wood? That's nah. what I was going to say. No, no, no. And I was just like, no, nah, we would never wear Converse or a chain. But I was just like, that's a cool looking style. I haven't seen that since I was in high school. You know, middle school, high school. Like Blink-182 kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to I try that. So I went on a coupon. Ordered some jeans, some Converse, and some wallet chains. And that's the end of my story. You, you ordered a chain wallet off of coupon? Yeah. You can get everything on coupon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even right. chain wallets. That would be it, one of the one things I didn't think you could get on and, coupon. And that comes in a day. It's crazy. Mm. Like it gives you it at like… They deliver it at like 5 a.m. I was uh, I was playing basketball in Heibangchon. And this guy was talking about how he just got back from the Super Bowl. This was like two years ago. He just got back from the Super Bowl. He went to the well, Super Bowl. He was playing Bowl. in it. No, he was just uh. viewing it. And I was like, that's crazy, man. This is an international traveling… Guy. And then like an hour later, some guy like made a layup and, and my buddy came over and goes, you ever met a billionaire before? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, that guy is the owner of Coupon. So I play basketball with the owner of Coupon. Oh, wow. And he can hoop a little bit. He can hoop a little bit. Nice. Yeah. You get a computer to your doorstep by 7 a.m. tomorrow and he can shoot a jump shot. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite neo-soul singer of all time? Uh, uh, Lauren Hill, D'Angelo. I was I was thinking you were going to say D'Angelo. Yeah. D'Angelo. We had this conversation a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Dave did not know who D'Angelo was. No, not no. Dave knows D'Angelo. I know who he is. Yeah, it was not me. It was, it was Leonard. Leonard, you didn't Leonard know. Leonard Cam ah, yeah. didn't know who D'Angelo was. That's right. And somebody else did not know who D'Angelo was, and I was kind of taken back by that. Yeah. 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 I think he's coming out with a new album soon. D'Angelo is. He's got something I think I coming. Read some soon. article, yeah. Really? Hope so. I hope it's true. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He he um, he. I'm surprised he hasn't made more music. 
as an artist. That period, like he came out in the 90s and what, what's been over 30 years? Like he's made three albums in like 30 years. Or he's like, apparently Quest Love will like hide. But I like, feel like he didn't have to after those two albums were just so like iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. But you also have to I know think, what you mean, but yeah. As, as a fan of someone who's right. made such great music and you look like at artists these days, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like every two years they drop an album. And I'm not saying that's great either, but it's kind of like, wow, someone's made music that is that great. It's kind of like, Damn, I kind of wish they kind of made at least he'd made two more albums over mm. that period of well, time. Apparently, it's kind of difficult to get him into the studio. Like Quest Love would like hide, try to like build studios in like every room of his house, like min- like little places that he could record mm. because he was always trying to get him in the studio and he didn't really feel like doing it or whatever. I mean, he's just like an eccentric artist, you know. And that's one of the ways that that like Neo, what was the album, the Vanguard and the National? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That album. What I forget what it's called, but it's really great. But that's sort of like one of the ways that it came about. People pushing him to, to release stuff. I mean, it, Prince was kind of eccentric, though. He put out a ton of music. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, Michael Jackson was incredibly eccentric, and he put out a lot of music. Sometimes you can't force yourself to do something if you don't feel it. Some people have to be at a certain uh, atmosphere or environment or mood to be able to create something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and that's I mean, it, it's really I think from a fan standpoint, it's really it, you see someone that is so talented, and it's kind of you appreciate it and you, you you see how amazing they are, but it's also it's kind of unfortunate because you you see how that that talent there, and you almost feel that it's kind of somewhat going to waste. I disagree with you a hundred percent. Really? I think it's better to have… If an artist had two epic albums that changed people's lives, it's better than them having two great albums and then 16 albums that kind of tarnished their legacy. Oh, I, yeah. No, I'm not… Yeah, I agree with 16 albums. But I'm saying if they could have had maybe five as opposed to three over a 30-year period, you know, it could have been different. What about… What's your process like? Are you like a… Making music all the time kind of guy? Or there are periods in your life where you're making more than… I do. I mean, write, you know, whenever I want to. Just whenever you feel like it, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, because there are some… A lot of people that treat music like a job and they go like, I'm going to go to the studio today or whatever. And then there are other people I feel like that just do like in the span of two months mm-hmm. what a lot of people would do over the course of a year because they just get crazy inspired at certain times. I write a lot, but I don't really put out… Too often, I just want to put out what I really want to put out. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess it also depends with the late… If you've got a label kind of pushing you as well. Like… That's… Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for, for you, what's the process of, uh, of putting it together? Like is… How many songs would you say you'd have in place at a time? Like would you have right now… That you'd be able to record? Um, maybe over like a hundred something. Hundreds. Hundreds. That's awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> just write them. Wow. Yeah, just write them when you feel it. Yeah, just random like, songs. You know, If you want to like, put it out, you put it out. Yeah, some of them I finished and put out. Some of them, you know, just mm-hmm. never got out. Do, um, you, do you still produce a lot of your own stuff? 
I yeah, I write all my songs. Most of it. Yeah. And make the beats and everything. I don't make beats. I don't yeah. Produce, yeah. But. Just the songwriting and yeah, melody yeah. ideas and stuff. Yeah. Who? What producers are you working with right now? I work with this girl named Jetty Jihae, and I work with Mokyo. I work with Groovy Room. Many people. Dumb. Yeah. You you had a guy singing on your YouTube channel the other day that was great. Craig. Yeah. He's really dope. Yeah, he was pretty dope. Where did you meet this guy? That guy? Um, he hit me up. Yeah? Uh, he hit me up. I mean, I've, I've, I've had a lot of people. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Greg's, Greg's like well-known in the industry. Yeah. Pretty well known, especially because of his voice. And Greg's he, he also does a lot of vocal training, like, and he does a lot of uh, what's the what's the word? A lot of um, what are those tracks? Um, guides, like, like ghostwriting. Guide, like he'll, he'll do guide tracks, like before they actually get recorded. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like he'll do a lot of demo, go- yeah, yeah, demo guides reference. and whatnot for reference reference tracks and whatnot. Yeah. Do you do a lot of writing for other artists too? Um, there was a point I wrote for a lot of artists, but now I'm just focusing on, you know, writing, working on my album. So, when, yeah. when do you think it's going to come out? Um, well, I have a single coming out on the 28th. The album, I don't know. Whenever, you know, it's ready to come out, it's mm-hmm. going to come out. It's best that way. Do you miss uh, performing and everything because of the… Yeah, it's making me feel a little Lethargy, depressed. Yeah. yeah. I, know. I know. I miss the stage so much. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what? this pandemic, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's what, crazy when was the last time you did a show? Uh, I mean, The Voice, you know, we got yeah. to perform there. But like with crowds and everything, the, the Paris one was, mm-hmm. I think, what's the last one? Last how, how, long, how long ago was that? Like a year and a half ago, I think. That sounds about right. It's right before this whole Like year. right before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like December. Like there, I, I remember I did a show in like December, I think. Here, right? That was like the last mm-hmm. week that anyone was doing concerts here, at least. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was talking to someone the other uh, yesterday, and uh, she was a comedian and was just saying, right now, the people that are really struggling the most are, are musicians, just because uh, there are no stages to perform, you know. People that have to, people that are performing on stages and in festivals because of COVID, Corona, they're all shut down. If people that are, are still performing on television and film, those productions are still going ahead. Maybe not at the same level as what they were, but mm-hmm. performances with audiences are done right now. So yeah, for for people like yourselves, it's just yeah, really difficult. Right? Did you now. tour a lot? Um, I did actually when I came out the army. Like, did a lot of festivals and went to Europe with Jay Park and PH One and yeah, and did a lot of shows and. So the, it's tough the, financially then, right, COVID to like not happened. be able to perform. Um, <laughs> I'm, thankfully I'm good. Yeah. Now, <laughs> thank God. I mean, I'm. <laughs> but I mean, for people, the majority of their money comes from touring and stuff. That's what I always think about. Yeah. Like, but you know, yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah. But just people that like in America who like all of their money comes from touring and they've like become accustomed to like living this like lavish life and they have 
bunch of house payments and stuff to make. I wonder what they're doing. Bitcoin. Ah, Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. You know, they bought during the dip. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have you gotta have a little investment on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if it's not Bitcoin, it's something not it. Bitcoin, something else. It, it, it. Whenever you make money, my advice, even with tax as well, I tell this to everyone: whenever you make money, put at least twenty percent of everything you earn into another bank account and don't even touch it. Mm-hmm. Because when tax time comes, that's where you get, at least your taxes are going to come out of there. But at least twenty percent, if not more. Because you got to think about putting money aside and for saving money and whatnot. You've always got to think about it. Mm. Rainy day, you can't, you, you know, making money and spending it all. Worst thing you can ever do. Mm-hmm. You got to, the sooner you start, the better. Because nobody expected COVID and Corona to come and nobody saw this coming. That's and, true. and, you know, there are a lot of people out there that were enjoying the finer things in life and making money and making good money. And people out there, you know, people that were expecting to continue to make this good money. And they're like, well, you know, go out and I'll go and buy this Bentley or I'll go and buy this whatever. And, you know, I've got this festival this week and, you know, six months down the track, I'll be doing these festivals again. And all of a sudden, 12 months down the track, I've still got no festivals. I've still got to pay off that Bentley. That's real. (laughs) It doesn't look so good anymore. And I've still got to pay off my house. I've got to pay off everything else. And if they haven't put that money aside and they didn't have any investments or anything else, money in the bank starts leaking. It's tough. It's really tough. Are there good like Roth IRA kind of like retirement accounts in Korea for families and stuff with like really good interest rates? And- interest rates everywhere right now are in the toilet. Yeah. Interest rate like… Yeah. But just in Korea, like, is there the same kind of like retirement plans that like you don't have to like pay tax on when you end up retiring and a good way to like invest? What do Korean people invest in? Property. To property? Yeah. But not everyone can do that, right? Isn't it like you have to make a hell of money to buy property? Right now, yeah. I mean, investing, I, I'm not, investing is not my forte. Just saving money is my forte. Trying not to spend it. Do you invest? No. <laughs> it's like a shoebox? N- not even. I mean, I don't… Just leave it in the Yeah, bank. just I live a simple life. Yeah? Yeah. Just try not to spend it all. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's… Uh... Dave, how you feeling? This is a bummer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ almighty. Talking about retirement plans? Yeah, talking about retirement plans, interest, investing, hey. keeping your money. Yeah. This is some adult. I got kids. Yeah. I have to be an adult. I understand. I, I have I, to be I, an adult. I understand. I, I understand. I cannot relate, but I understand. I, before I had kids, I didn't have to be an adult. As soon as you get kids, it's like, oh yeah, shit. Man. I can imagine. Things change overnight. It's like, yeah. I can imagine. It's like, boom. So you said you went to university in the States too, right? Mm-hmm. Where did you go? Brooklyn College. Brooklyn College? Cool. Yeah. Were you doing music while you were in school as well? No, I studied psychology and fine arts. Oh, cool. What was your, what was your uh, major in fine arts? Uh, drawing. Drawing. You still draw? Uh, I haven't, actually. <laughs> yeah. Old passion? Yeah. Old passion. Now, we were talking about the, the single that you've got coming out. Now, what was the title called again? Oh, Can Love Be Fair. 
can love be fair? What are your thoughts on the topic? It's an open question. I don't know. Can it be fair? Is it supposed to be fair? Is anything supposed to be fair? You know, is anything fair? You know, so it, it could be about romantic relationship. It could be about friendship. It could be about working relationships. You know, I just wanted to use the word fair. Mm-hmm. And the first verse is about, you know, this person who's constantly giving and giving and giving. And the second verse is, you know, the other person who's kind of… Taking, taking, taking. Yeah, and telling the other person why you constantly just giving, giving, giving away. You know? that, that is… I think it's something most people have probably dealt with to some extent. Maybe not in a… Uh, yeah, like you said, in different relationships. I've had it in a relationship with a friend where, you know, you're, I had to call a friend. I'd be calling that friend up all the time saying, let's go out, let's go out, let's go out. And after a while, it was like, this never calls me back. He's never calling me up and saying, let's go out. Bro, I, I was busy. <laughs> and I'm like, this son of a… I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to call him up anymore. I hate when that happens too. Yeah, it's, I hate it's when like, I put all the effort into our friendship yeah. and they don't… It's like, it, it, it's like a two-way street. It's like, you know what? Nah. I'm petty though. I'll unfollow them on Instagram. <laughs> this was in the days before Instagram. This was in the oh, day wow. before before mobile phones. It was like calling up on the home phone and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Nah. I hate when that happens though. It, relationships are… It, relationships are difficult though. And I think… It, you know, unless… Uh, when you get in a relationship, people tend to bottle up their emotions at times and, and don't get open. And, and we tend to get fickle at times. Yeah. I, I, I think you need to just lay your cards on the table and, and kind of be open about it. And uh, be less concerned about offending the other person. Because if you're in a relationship… You know, you have to be open. And those lines of communication have to be open. Even if you know that they could be offended by it. Mm. You know, you have to be willing to say, look, this is how I feel. Not, not everyone's good at that though. No, no, no. I've been, I've been very honest, brutally honest with a friend before. And they have not taken it the way I intended them to take it. Some people are not very good at taking criticism. Uh, most people aren't. Most people aren't. And it, it sucks. But sometimes you have to tread lightly when it comes to certain people. Yeah. And but that and and I guess that's the way relationships work. Sometimes you have to gauge that as well. You know, you have to kind of you, you some people you can be very blunt with. Yeah. Some people you have to kind of be a little bit soft to have a bit of a softer touch with. But you can't just kind of ignore it completely. Just because that person can't take criticism. You can't just Oh, I say, see it. I'm yeah, not, not going to talk to them about it at all. I'm 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 up front, yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah. Saul knows that. Yeah, I'm very upfront. He's upfront. Do you have a <laughs> are you more of an upfront person when it comes to friends or do you just kind of let it slide and just not really bring it up when it comes to a a, a disagreement or a um I like to address things like, I like to address things. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't, you know. Yeah. Have to carry Better in. to address things, I yeah. think. And if they can't take it then maybe they're not a real friend. Yeah. If I I think most people, you know, it, it's very easy to get offended, but 
if you are a true friend, you can generally come back from something like that. It may take a day or a week. You know, some people may not immediately be able to get over it. Mm -hmm. You know, you may need a couple of days to kind of reference how you're going to deal with it and kind of compute in your head. Okay, that was a long… That was a long message on cacao. Now, how am I going to reply oh, to that? Long messages on cacao. Nightmare. <laughs> oh, yes. When you get that see all. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> what, Those a, ones. What's Woo. at the bottom of that yellow box? Shit. Yeah. It becomes <laughs> a white box. It comes yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones like, oh, do I, do I press seal or not? Yeah. And you you put off pressing seal for a while. Don't you can you? see the first sentence like I didn't want to I didn't want to bring this up, but you're like oh god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just kind of let that text sit for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you let it dwell for a few hours, don't you? Oh man, awkward text. Oh, man, they're the what worst. about when you see that awkward text and then you get a phone call? You're like oh god, should I pick it up or not? Ah, uh, uh, you haven't you haven't pressed seal and the phone call comes first and you're like. Do I uh, do I take the phone call or do I ignore the phone call and read the text first? I hate how uncomfortable I am receiving phone calls now. I used to be all the guy who used to be like, let's call each other. It's better. You know, I still do that with some friends. Like we talk on the phone sometimes. But usually when somebody calls me, I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, is it… Did I do something wrong? Am I about to get yelled? Why are they calling? Why don't they just text me? Are you a phone, are you a phone person or more of a texting person? I would have to say neither. I don't know. I mean, you don't I, like to do. I don't like texting. Zero I don't like communication on the phone. Yeah. Just- <laughs> so FaceTime is not your thing either. Oh, that's like the worst. Oh, really? Really? So I can imagine you're not big on this whole um, um, clubhouse clubhouse thing, huh? Uh, well, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's a little too crazy. Clubhouse is so cringy. I cannot stand it. You I don't mean, like it? Okay. You know why I don't like it? So I got on Clubhouse and I saw this whole thing. It was like… YouTubers explain the algorithm and influencers explain how to become a big influencer and blah, blah, blah. And I, I clicked it. It was just a bunch of people just throwing diary out about algorithms and stuff. And it was just so much… There's so many people who think they're professionals in a field. And they just and there's just hundreds of people taking this advice when… See this, and and this is what I was talking about before. It it it's in a stage right now where it's a bottleneck of of people that that it just seems like it's it's very early on this platform, and yeah. it's people right now striving to get as many followers as possible. Oh, no. Like it's like this new platform. So it's like the the next Instagram, and everyone's like, I need to get all these new followers. So it's like they're trying to. Everyone's trying to stroke their ego and it's like they're trying to pump, 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 pump. You're on it, right? Yeah. Sam so, invi- Sam uh, you're on it too, right? All right. So who nominated each of one of you? I because nominated… Because it shows who nominated. I nominated Saul. You nominated, so yours says nominated by Sam Hamilton. Yeah. Who nominated you? Uh, I don't… I downloaded <laughs> the app and someone… I don't even know who it was who nominated Someone me. just nominated you? Yeah. Sam nominated you. Who nominated you? Marshall. Marshall, nice. Oh. Yeah. Marshall, we've we've had Marshall on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who nominated right. you? <laughs> Mine says nominated by Swings. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And his face is just in my profile. Just right there. Nominated by Swings. That's good. Nice. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. It's interesting. Did, so he sent you an invitation? 
like five seconds after I downloaded it. And I think that's- Now a, see, what it was, you download you download it and I think he, it's someone like authenticates. Yeah, he authenticated When you, when you me, download yeah. it. And it, it gives, it asks you if you want to give it access to your, your contacts. Yeah. But I think it's smart because it kind of puts their name on a lot of people's profiles. Yeah. And it kind of shows that they're on the platform as well. I think it's, yeah. a smart, it's a smart move to get around on Clubhouse. I've literally never talked on Clubhouse. I just listened to it. The first few days, try to establish if this is something I'd like to do. And no, it's not something I'd like to do. I think, I think long term, it could be interesting. I think at the moment, it's, it's still very early days. It, it, it seems like, for me, it seems like talkback radio kind of. Yeah. And it, it kind of lets people communicate and kind of… It, it gives people a very… Um, it gives people a niche to kind of communicate with. But have you tried press record on it? Huh? Have you tried to press the record thing? So I slide down my… Uh, I don't think it lets you, does it? No, I did. And I clicked record just because somebody was just babbling about the worst nonsense in the world. Mm-hmm. I was like, what a tool. I clicked record and it was like, if you record this, you could get banned. I'm like, oh, sorry. And yeah. Oh, wow. But even if you did record it, Korean phones don't allow you to record. You're, they don't allow you to record audio. They were being so offensive. They were being so offensive. Really? They were saying the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Like horrible things. And I was just like, this is not okay. But you can't record it. Yeah. yeah mo- obviously, the moderators weren't doing their job properly. Well, no, they, but they weren't saying anything like that could be taken as… I guess it just it depends on who's, who's listening. listening. Yeah. So it depends on your opinion on certain things. Anyways, who's that guy on the icon of Clubhouse… I don't know. <laughs> Who is that guy? Talk about hunks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Who is that guy? That's a jawline for days. Diane, do you do, do, you do Clubhouse? No, you s- I hate Thank you. I, I love you. <laughs> yeah, what don't you like about the idea? <laughs> I don't like people talking to me. I don't like listening to people. I hate it. I'm, <laughs> you don't like people talking to you. You don't like listening to people. So you don't like podcasts. <laughs> this is the worst job I've ever had. But basically because like this is my job. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, why would you do it for other people? Yeah. yeah. And I don't care. Same. Same. Thank you. Oh Not my God. You. I imagine. The goat. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that if it was like a scientist or a philosopher that I was really interested in listening yes, to. Yes. Yes. Then, then it could be a really cool show, you know. And that's and if you really felt like, hey, I have something to contribute here, yeah. I can. But if I'm just listening to a bunch of people shit out a bunch of nonsense. Oh my god. And and at the same time, I feel like this kind of pressure to participate in it. That just sounds like an anxiety. Influencers. Attack. I hate that word. Influencers. And that's that's what I think. I think at the moment, it's still in such an infancy stage that you haven't really… For me, there aren't people on there that I really want to listen to talk to about anything of any interest. Marshall loves it though. Marshall loves it. Marshall's always <laughs> on it. He's like, Dave, get on. I'm like, no. Dude. Really? Yeah, he's always on it. Marshall loves it. He's how do you, all about how do you know? It. Because he, literally his whole Instagram is Clubhouse, Clubhouse, Clubhouse. And when you click on the icon, he's always in a room. Ah. He's always in a room. Because you can see who what your friends who are in a room too. But the thing, the thing that's getting why why is everyone posting on an Instagram about them being on Club I Clubhouse? I did it. I regret it. So cringe. It's like 
<laughs> hey, I'm on Clubhouse. Check me out on Clubhouse. It's like, well, it's like, it's like begging for followers. No, it's not. Well, no, come on. Dude, everyone come does on. that for everything. I've done, what's the difference between doing that? Like, yo, I have a YouTube subscribe. Yo, I have Twitch subscribe. It's no difference. Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. That's kind of different. It's, why is it different? But, well, it's, it's that's kind of cross promotion. But yeah. Well, so is YouTube. So is Dive Studios. Did you post your clubhouse profile on your you Instagram? Like yeah. Yeah, we all we all did it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't post the profile, but I posted like, you know, somebody tagged me, so. Yeah. I almost did it. Yeah. Especially I mean, I don't know. I think on it. If, as long as it's entertaining to people and, you know, people, yeah, good- I think it makes sense. People are lonely, you know, everybody's home, so people want to talk to somebody, I guess, you know. That's a good point. It, it's perfect for 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 right now. For people that yeah. are stuck in quarantine and like for some of the countries that are in lockdown, like it is, it, it's a perfect application for that. Well, now I feel like a. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That probably is going. You're, well, it's because he studied psychology. I see some. <laughs> right? I see a group of friends who like have these huge chat rooms. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm talking about like professionals in the industry giving you advice on well, how you should be living. Time life. we're living in, I guess you know. I, yeah. Yeah, I decided to accept it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right. Maybe I should change my mindset. Sorry. I was I was I was listening to an Australian uh, clubhouse room today, and some of the people were in my hometown of Melbourne, and they're getting out of lockdown today, and that's one of the like a lot of them were talking about it today. Oh, we're getting out of lockdown. We're getting out of lockdown. So that was kind of for me. It was like, yeah, if you're stuck in lockdown, this would kind of be the thing that a lot of people would be doing because if you're in lockdown, watching TV, you'd get boring pretty bloody quickly you're watching the same day after day but at least on this you'd be getting you know be able to talk to people that you know if you if you can't have people over to your house and you're talking to the same your friends on the phone talking to new people that you've never talked to before and having different conversations could at least be interesting and fresh mm-hmm. yeah lebron who James. would you listen to if you knew they're on clubhouse mm, i don't know at cartole <laughs> who Eckhart Tolle, the philosophy guy, the spiritual teacher. Oh, cool. So, so you'd be down for some spiritual talk. Yeah, I, I like things like that. Yeah. I actually follow. I actually just started following Joe Budden. He's oh, a talker. Yeah, that's he what so, talks, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know if he's done any rooms yet, but it'll be interesting to see if he pops up anywhere. Um, it just. I'd be interested to see if someone like Kevin Hart pops up there. But don't you think that that room would just be so filled with people that… But you what can it allow is, who yeah. joins in the conversation but what, as a moderator. Generally what um, you have is you have one person… Like on the way here, I was listening to Swings. The Swings had a room where he was kind of… He was the moderator and he'd bring one person up to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And then take them out. And oh, then, that's cool. And then generally what you do is you mute that person after they've asked a question and then he'd answer it. And then you drop them down and bring someone else up. Um, and that's… It's, so it's generally… It's almost like having a talk show. It's like a Zoom meeting for hipsters. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Swings is killing it on it. He's yeah. pretty… He's one of the people who made it really popular in Korea. He's killing mm-hmm. it. And it's… He's yeah, smart. So you're seeing a lot of… That happening in the moment, there's like interviews where you'll have, you know, two, one moderator ask, you know, have someone on and just do like a, a question and you have an audience there who'll just, you know, someone will jump up and ask a question. 
Other times you'll have like it'll just be a, a round table. That's when it becomes a bit of a, a show because, you know, yeah, a million people, people are asking yeah, questions. Talking over you guys want to get a room? I mean, make a room? <laughs> <laughs> what? I've been waiting to make that joke for a minute. <laughs> I bet you have. I bet so you So you guys want to get a room? Yeah. No, we, we, could we do our po- broadcast, our podcast live on Clubhouse? Well, that would kind of defeat the purpose of people <laughs> <laughs> listening to the podcast, wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> but I mean, if Clubhouse continues to be like a, a big social yeah, you network, never know, so. yeah. you well, know. what you could do is you could have like a, a a club. You could probably have a room that was kind of like a dive affiliated thing, and you could kind of have, you know, <laughs> the three of us have a room where we I don't know. Just get a bunch of the dive people. Yeah, oh, everybody got on and had a chat and. But you'd have to do the podcast separately because if you put the podcast on there, then why would people listen to the? But well, no, I'm saying they, we we play it for them live here, and it's like a, if you follow Dive Studios on on Clubhouse, then you get you get the episode live. Everyone else has to. Wait. Oh, I, I wouldn't. We we had we have it. We have to edit though. How? Oh yeah. yeah it just wouldn't be okay. I'd I'd be way too conscious, self conscious if we did it like that. Yeah. Yeah. What about talking about? Maybe music, music like writing. Yeah, I mean, writing. Yeah, I don't know. It just looks a little too. Doesn't look too organized to me. So it's a little confusing. Mm-hmm. So if I learn how to use it, I maybe I'll you know use it more often. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know if I, yeah. Maybe. I want to meditate with you, bro. Let's okay, let's do it. I really want to know. I really <laughs> want to learn how to do it. I try to do it, and I think the main thing is trying to. Be in the moment and completely clear your mind, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's like the proper right way. It's just… What works for you? Just Yeah, whatever works for you. Just zone out and separate yourself from your thoughts and, you know, things like that. I'm the opposite. That would stress me out. I'm not very… I I need to always be doing something. I have to… That's the point though. People like you need to do it the most. You have to like break through to that other side where you're like okay with all of those thoughts and then… You know what I mean? You have to dive deep into the darkness and come back out on the other side, right? Me too. Like there's lot, there are lots of things I just brush to the side mentally that are probably eating away at me a little bit inside. And I think that's what meditation's for, right? Getting in touch with those. Those bad thoughts. Like good thoughts. What are you looking at, Sam? How do you get to sleep at night? I don't. Do you hard. just like you just like it's when my body shuts down automatically. You just like until you pass out. Yeah, my body. I usually don't remember how I fall asleep. I'll just get to a point where I'm so exhausted and I'll just fall asleep. But the messed up thing is, I'll wake up very few hours later. Like I went to bed at six thirty seven a.m. today. Mm. I just automatically woke up at twelve. That can't. That cannot be healthy. It's not healthy. I, absolutely, it's not healthy. But it's not like something I can. I can't control it. I'm not doing it out of desire. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to be exhausted all day today. No, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe that's the whole… Like, maybe you need something like this in your life to be able to kind of say, I need to kind of relax and just get myself to kind of… In a place where I can say, now it's time to relax and maybe get myself to sleep and… Maybe. Give you that kind of… Because a a friend of… A family friend of ours… she just kind of works herself into a state where she just kind of passes out at the end of the night. Every night is like that. She's just a workaholic. Would you say you're a workaholic? Or workaholic? I, I like to work. I like, like to, to work. stay working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but like, is it you work, 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 and you work until right before you go to sleep and you wake up and work, 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 or? Would you say um, you work to live or live to work? Wow, that's a question. Um, right now, I would say I live to work. That's how I, I feel. I respect that, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. So, before we wrap it up today, uh, G-Soul has just released a single with Ben, a uh, very lovely artist. Congrats, if you'd like man. to uh, Thank you. Thank you. remind our listeners of that single one more time. It's called Can Love Be Fair. Mm-hmm. It's with um, this female artist named Ben. Um, so it's a beautiful ballad song. Hope you guys are loving it. I can't wait to hear. So you can check that out on um, all the streaming platforms? Yes. Yes, sir. Awesome. Go and check it out. Is uh, there a video that accompanies it? Yeah. Right on. Y'all gonna be on the YouTube? <laughs> that means it's something proper. <laughs> the, the YouTube? Uh, anything else you'd like to uh, shout out? Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everyone who's going through this time. You know, it's a crazy time right now. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Stay up, <laughs> stay up y'all. We gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. And check out my it. new single, "Can Love Be Fair." Yeah, and. Yeah, shout out to Dive Studio. It damn yeah. sure can't be fair if it's with a turtle. Am I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if that turtle runs off on you. You heard, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Turtle love is not reciprocal. Don't at forget all. that. Don't forget, you can check us out on Instagram at the Dive Studios. You can check out this podcast in its entirety on YouTube at the Dive Studios. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify. You can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We appreciate the five-star ones. And we shall see you all again next week. Bye, guys. Peace, Bye, guys. Guys.